0: together everyone achieves more and that's what team means to me hey there my name's Anthony Taylor this is episode 200 of the strategy and leadership podcast and I'm really grateful that I get to share with you today what I've seen what I've heard what I've learned what's going on in the world of organizational behavior and strategy and leadership and I also want to share some updates from the SME strategy team what we've been working on and some of the cool additions that we've seen in the past little while I've just appreciated you for listening, I appreciate the ability to be here with you, and let's get into this special episode, episode 200. So one of the things that's been coming up a lot in the conversations I've been having with CEOs on the podcast, but also just, you know, in our own internal work is the development of team, you know, what makes great teams, what makes strategies that get implemented in the balance of individual behavior versus team behavior as teams move forward with their strategic plan specifically the implementation if this is your new around here you know my name's anthony taylor i'm the ceo at sme strategy i'm also a facilitator and i've been leading strategic planning sessions for the past 12 years or so supporting teams get alignment supporting teams getting clarity you know facilitating strategic planning off-sites and in the past couple of years really digging into supporting organizations with their strategy implementation And the biggest determinant as to if a team implements their strategic plan successfully or not, is their ability to work as a team. So most of the time, you know, a CEO or a director will call us and say, hey, we want you to facilitate our strategic planning session. Or can you come in and support us with some implementation? And and the biggest factor is the team's ability to stay aligned, to communicate, to work together. And the more I've been reflecting on that and the more I've you know, developed the SME team, it just shows me consistently like what comes up. So together, everyone achieves more. So what does that mean? That means everybody on the team needs to have confidence and trust in the people that are around them. I want to talk about that. But before I do, I want to give a shout out to everybody that's worked at SME Strategy over the past uh, you know, 11, 12 years. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Jonathan, who edits our podcast. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Uh, I want to thank Chris, who is our contract CEO all of last year. Uh, I want to thank Jim. Jenna, who's been around for 10 years working with me on this. And then, of course, the team that we have now, Elma, Arnold, you guys are doing awesome. And Mike and Jen, welcome to the team. And really, just every single person that's come through the doors, I appreciate you. Jason, who's still editing the podcast. Really, it requires a team to do everything that we're doing. And and I so appreciate you. You know, recently, we did our own strategy offsite. We flew Jen in from New Hampshire, who's the newest facilitator on our team. And we spent two days and we went through the process and the main piece of what we wanted to work on was culture, behaviors, trust and communication. We didn't get into the nitty gritty of the strategy piece because for us at where we were as a team, we said, hey, we need to really make sure that we know each other. We like each other. We trust each other and we understand how to work together. And the biggest reflection out of that, or kind of takeaway from my internal team, was the exercise that we did on culture and describing what culture means to us and and what does that look like. And it's so funny. It's a juxtaposition. Is usually I'm the guy who's flying in saying, you need to talk about culture. You need to talk about strategy. You need to make sure that you're on the same page. And we're going into meetings that can cost like 30, dollars $50,000 when you add up like professional help, meeting rooms, hotel, food, activities, like they're very, very expensive meetings. But the outcome of that is so huge. So for me, I'm saying, hey, you know, spending a couple thousand bucks to be able to make this happen for our small team. But the difference in the team coming out of it, their ability to work together, their ability to understand how to work together has been invaluable. I'm wearing my Canada soccer shirt now uh, because I'm getting excited for the World Cup. For those of you that know, I'm a Canada soccer fan. And I was reflecting on this 200th podcast the other day while I was playing in net. And I was looking and I'm a goalie and I was looking and I say, you know, what are the things that brings me confidence? And one of the things that brings me calm in my position is when I know that like the person doing like playing their position, they have it under control. I don't have to worry about it. I just need to do my job. They need to do their job. If I know that they're doing their job, both because I have trust in them, but also because they have the skills and we're 100% on the same page in terms of how we work together, I can focus on doing my job. Now, in times where we haven't necessarily had the right person in the right position, whether that's in sports or otherwise, I found that I've spent my time kind of looking over my shoulder a little bit, say, hey, do they have it? Do they have it? Are they okay? And it distracts me from doing my job. So not only are they not doing their job, but I'm not doing my job. And so it starts eroding the organization or the team's ability to do what they need to do. And so as we've gone through working on these implementations, as we've worked through teams, as we've supported teams through implementation, workshops, communication structure, it's a big thing I'm seeing is that if there's no trust in the team, then you're always kind of looking your shoulder. You're always kind of doubting. You're always kind of wondering. You're always like, hey, you know, is that person going to do what they said they did? Or, you know, what did they mean by that? And it's crazy how important being able to develop trust in a team is in order to be able to accomplish what you want to accomplish. So when I look at it from the strategy perspective, you know, going in and having teams like walk through and say, okay, first we need to get alignment. And the first step in alignment is moving from implied to explicit, to making sure that everybody's on the same page. But part of that is trust. It's the trust explicitly that we're all working on the same thing. You know, it's implied that we're all going on the same place. But when you get that explicit nature of, yep, I heard it from them. I heard it in their tone. I got to ask them questions. They got to ask me questions. It's so important for teams to get aligned to build that foundation of trust. And that's just, you know, as it relates to where they're going. That's setting the game plan. That's figuring out where you want to go. And then as you move forward with the months and months and years of implementation, you get your butt kicked. And we've seen teams get their butt kicked because the world outside doesn't really wait for you to figure it out. You know, whether that's supply chain, whether that's talent, whether that's, you know, challenges with COVID, whether that's competition, whether that's interest rates. Like it's a tough time to run a business and lead a team right now. But I think no matter what, throughout those past couple months and years, the organizations that have succeeded and the organizations that have failed, they've done it because of trust in their team, their ability to work through What the team needs to work through to maintain that level of trust, where I've seen things uh, flounder in certain instances is where the individual takes precedent over the team. And so for you and your organization saying, hey, like, do we have that full trust? Do we have everything that we need in our organization to support us in developing a functioning team? Because even if you as the CEO is a, is a star player, you know, it doesn't matter if you don't have the team behind you, if you don't have the structure, if you don't have the trust, if they don't see what's going on, you know, your job is to lead them to where they want to go. One of the other things that I've seen quite a bit, and, and it's come up a lot as it relates to visioning, because you have, you know, CEOs, visionary leaders that want to move forward. They want to move fast. And what I see a lot of is that the CEO whose job it is to think visionary is usually a couple steps ahead of the rest of their team. And so the key part is for the CEO, if that's you, to maintain that visionary status, to look, you know, three, five, seven, 10 years down the road, but also step back to meet your employees or your senior management team where they're at. They're probably more in the operational that you are. So you're seeing very different problems. If you're a CEO listening to it, you might have this, it'll sort itself out. It'll be fine. It'll be great. We're going to get this upside potential. Don't worry about it. Whereas your management team is, I'm dealing with it right now. I only experience the pain of this. I have all of the operational stuff, and now I have to deal with this extra plot problem. Plus, I need to manage you who's moving very, very fast. So why I want to say that is, as a CEO, your job is to really make sure that you meet your people where they're at, because they're dealing with a lot of different challenges that you don't see. And to recognize that you need to build the team around you to support making your vision happen. Okay? So do what you need to do to slow down. Do what you need to do to listen. Do what you need to do to be able to meet them with their app. Uh, deal with their immediate real-life concerns, their today concerns. Because if you don't deal with their today concerns, there's no way you're going to be able to deal with that like future aspirational. And so that's one of the things that I just am looking forward to as we move into 2023, as we move into the next kind of next 50, 100 episodes is learning from more CEOs that I've gotten to talk to on the podcast, seeing what the clients that we work with get to do and how they move forward with implementation in 2023. I think it's going to become both a more volatile world. I'm seeing a lot of M&A activity and a lot of acquisition coming. The generation changeover is happening more and more. We are kind of the dust is settling in terms of working from home and working virtual and that balance. And so organizations and leaders are still dealing with that. Uh, The four day work week, you know, becoming more and more prevalent for people. So how do you maintain communication, culture, high performance and a team environment where you have, you know, changing schedules, changing calendars, changing people needs and, and all of that. And so really, I think that that's the key to strategic success over the next, well, future and past is really focusing on building the team building the cohesiveness building that alignment and making sure that you can move everything forward it's been truly a pleasure uh not only getting to record this podcast thank you to all of the guests you know we've got 190 something guests that I've had to, gotten a chance to interview which has been really cool 2022 so far has been a banner year for SME strategy not only being able to develop and grow our team uh, but being able to have you know the impact that we've been able to have I was going to screen share, but I think I might just do this this way. So as I look at our analytics, because I thought it'd be cool to share by the numbers. So in the past year, uh, 739,000 plays or views on our YouTube channel. Uh, We've had 380,000 visits on our website, most notably US, Philippines, Canada, India, UK. So folks from all over the world. And then our podcast in the past 12 months, we are at 479,686 plays. Most popular cities shout out Singapore, Sydney, Pittsburgh, Riyadh, Melbourne, Vancouver, which is my home, Mumbai, Toronto, uh, Quebec. Oh, that's cool. Quebec. Shout out Quebec. Bonjour tout le monde. And then biggest countries, no surprise here US, Canada, UK, Australia, India, Singapore. So, That's just cool. I'm just really grateful for everybody that's been subscribed to the podcast, that's listened to the podcast. If you've been referring us uh, either as a podcast or as a company, uh, it's been just so such a pleasure to do so many cool things. I was counting also before this by the numbers 19 states that I've personally worked physically in, let alone our virtual programs. It's awesome. So I'm really looking forward to being a partner with you, just whatever you're doing, even if we've never met yet, I just appreciate you watching. I appreciate you listening. Uh, I appreciate you just, you know, commenting online, sending us emails when you got questions, uh, folks that have bought our course. I appreciate you courses.sme strategy.net. If you want to learn how to create a strategic plan, like we would do it. It's the verbatim process. We're going to be launching our implementation course, which I'm stoked for doing a lot more virtual programs, a lot of in-person programs, uh, booking into January, 2023, uh, lead time for everybody is to, you know, we're about eight weeks out, like at any time. So if you're thinking, you know, April of 2023, like reach out soon because it's coming up and I think it's going to be interesting. I think the next year, I think there's going to be a lot of growth. I think the, my bet is that everything is going to stabilize a little bit. The market's going to stabilize. There's going to be more opportunity. I think people are going to be really smart. I think that they're going to demand more of of how they work, what they want. I think that there's going to be even more control in terms of how people do things. I think smart companies are going to succeed. I think companies that rely on the way things have been, or I think if they put too many bets on individuals and not enough bet on teams, I think that they are going to suffer and I think the ones who can continually adapt and move as fast as the market does, I think are going to be successful. So those of you that have been keeping it tight, those of you that have been, you know, staying focused on what you want to accomplish, you know, making sure that you've got the right systems, structured processes within your teams, I think you're really going to start seeing the fruits of your labor and things are going to start speeding up for you. And I'll take another opportunity to just thank all of our clients. You guys spend a lot of money with us. You've been working with us for many, many years. uh, And I still appreciate you. And it does, it allows me to do what I get to do and what I love doing, which is, you know, facilitating strategy sessions, aligning teams, working with CEOs like you to help you accomplish your biggest goals and really make a big difference in your companies in your communities and and where you work. And, uh, you know, looking forward to more stuff that we can do to support uh, communities around. So I just want to thank you. I appreciate you for watching. I appreciate I get to celebrate this episode 200 with you. It's a big milestone. And I appreciate every single one of you that are listening right now. That's it. That's everything I got. You guys are amazing. I'll talk to you guys soon. Shoot me an email. Let me know what you're up to. Don't hesitate if you've got questions. We'll do a couple webinars in 2023 just to open it up to some folks that, you know, might not have gotten the support they needed yet. And uh, I think that's everything. So episode 200, that's a wrap. Appreciate you. My name is Anthony Taylor. Visit us, smestrategy.net. Love to work with you on your strategic plan next year. We've got some big goals, exciting things. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Strategy and Leadership Podcast. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. We post twice a week, so you can count on us for your weekly source of content to help you grow and expand as a leader. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider giving us a review. We read every single one, and it helps us make a better show for you, the listener. Also, it helps more people find the show, which means we can help as many people as possible. We appreciate you listening and following along, and we hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. And as Anthony says, until next time.